This is the intro for DM Radio. We're gonna talk about some stuff. Yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Dan. I'm your host, producer, executive vice president, and everything that you would ever want me to be. I am here creating another episode of DM Radio. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, We're just going to hop right into it. I love sweet potatoes, onions, and I have no health insurance as of yesterday. So where we're going with this is that I am going to continue trying to be healthy, avoiding sugars, because I literally cannot afford to go into the hospital Right now, between all of the nasty bugs that are fluttering around out there, hopping from person to person, and the fact that I do not want a $10,000 bill because I got the sniffles. So, we are going to hop right into things. Uh, If you don't hear from me again next week, it's not because I got lazy and decided to stop making this. It's because I have probably died because I refused health care due to the fact that I have no health insurance, one of the many pleasures of not having a job. Um, Since I do not have a job, however, I want to let you know that I have been dealing with a website that many of you may have come into contact with. It is a little uh, small mom-and-pop organization called LinkedIn. Um, It's like Facebook's prim and proper, wearing a suit, um, too afraid to fart in front of his wife. Uh, it's, it's that cousin. Everybody knows a guy like that who is too afraid to be embarrassing or to do anything that might make him look bad. Uh, that is LinkedIn in a nutshell. Uh, so I've been stuck using this site. And I'll tell you, just like most people, when I have a job, I do not do anything on LinkedIn Uh, I don't go on there. There's no point. It's a bunch of people who are just trying to put on a fake mask and impress each other and make themselves look better for job opportunities. Uh, Guess what, guys? We all swear. We all have hot takes on things. There is no reason to be so vanilla and so boring on LinkedIn because you just sound like a clone. And yes, I am guilty of it, too. Uh, Would I love to tell somebody who hops into my DMs with a multi-level marketing opportunity to simply fuck off? Uh, Yeah, I would love that. And on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, I would do that. But not on LinkedIn. You have to say, oh, well, thank you so much for the opportunity, Sally. I would love to be able to sell your gut health pills. But unfortunately, I am not interested in investing $1,000 of my money to get started with this business that has no real track for promotion and no way out. Uh, I am all for gut health, so any advocates out there, please don't come to my door with pitchforks and torches, but I will tell you that I am not going to spend my time evangelizing the product to all the housewives of the world who Typically, you know, I can speak to this as a guy, um, housewives and women are the only people who buy stuff like this. Uh, Every now and then you'll get a guy, but for the most part, we're cheap. 
we're happy with what we have. We don't feel the need to spend all the money that we work hard to earn. Anyway, though, I'm getting off track. LinkedIn. So my strategy with finding a job has been not only applying, not only going and talking to recruiters, but I am trying to go viral on LinkedIn. And as of yesterday, the same day that I officially declared myself health insurance free, I did it. I friggin' did it, guys. 30,000 views on one post. That's right. It was a very exciting day for me. I got so stuck checking my notifications box because I am not used to having my 15 minutes of fame that I didn't do a damn thing outside of refreshing this page and responding to comments. Oh God, I, yeah, I really need to control my ego because this big head thing is a bit of a freaking issue. Um, so if this podcast ever goes big, if I do become the next Joe Rogan, uh, please note that it is going to be a very difficult transition for me to adjust to a life of fame. Uh, on LinkedIn, so I told you basically, you know, everybody acts super boring, super vanilla. Oh, thank you very much. Congratulations on your promotion. Hello, I would like to present to you an opportunity. It's like, can't we just talk like normal people? Half of the stuff on there sounds like it was written by a robot, and most of the stuff that does go big on LinkedIn, because this platform is super big on sharing stuff that your people in your network have liked. So, you know, I'll see these posts all the time, and it's like, oh, a post from whoever. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And I see, oh, somebody in my network liked it. That's why it's popping up in my feed. Okay, fine. I wish. I wish we had that algorithm on Instagram. Oh my God. Could you imagine the thirsty booty pics that so many people would have just bludgeoning their feed? Oh my goodness. Back in high school, I'll tell you a quick story before we get back into LinkedIn. Uh, There was this guy. We knew him uh, from class. He was a nice guy. Really good guy. We always, uh, you know, like talking with him and everything. But on Facebook, and remember, I was in high school from 2007 to 2011, so Facebook was pretty hot with the kids back then. Uh, He would constantly like these photos on this page called, She Ain't Ordinary, Bruh, She Bad. He would always like these photos, and I don't think he ever realized that liking them made them pop up in our feeds as well, (laughs) because every time he did, we would... uh, take a picture of it on the computer with our phones. Let me repeat that so I didn't just break your brain. Uh, we would hold our cell phones up to the computer and we would snap a picture of it and send it to each other. Uh, we didn't have the ability to just screenshot everything or quickly send a link like we do now. Um, <laughs> we would do that and we would always put a caption below it. Like, oh, Taylor's back at it again. Shade ordinary, bruh. She bad. Anyway, we need that for LinkedIn and Twitter because I think people need to be held responsible for the stuff that they're consuming on social media. Anyway, so LinkedIn, um, there are so many vanilla responses, so many vanilla people on this website. And I, I want to see what the, what the true side of all of these LinkedIn users is like. Uh, I really want to see their, their true colors and know, you know what they're all about. Like, do you swear? 
Like, do you actually partake in anything that sounds remotely interesting? Or are you just constantly posting articles about how uh, 7-Eleven is hiring and how we can find new jobs for people and you just have to stay positive and blah, 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 blah. I've done it myself. I've tried to farm LinkedIn for likes, for notice, for uh, notoriety because I want a job. If you are on there and you have a job and you're posting on LinkedIn, uh, you better either be a recruiter or somebody who owns a business and is looking to promote that business because otherwise, I don't know why you're wasting your time. There's lots of fun stuff on Reddit, on Instagram, on all these other websites. So if you are purposely going on LinkedIn and you have a job, um, reconsider yourself. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, so one big gripe in the LinkedIn community is when people post things that are not suitable for a workplace environment. Um, you know, I would love to be able to swear on the website. I would love to be able to share my thoughts like I'm sharing right now and actually tell people how I feel instead of posting a bunch of uh, really generic things. But that's the world we live in and that's the LinkedIn that we have to use. <laughs> so, you know, people complain, oh, well, music videos don't belong on LinkedIn. Save that stuff for Facebook. And, you know, yeah, Bob, I don't want to see the vacation that you took with your family. I'm sure you guys had a great time going to Carlsbad Cavern, but I don't care. Save it for Facebook. You have personal friends on there. If you really feel the need to share this with all of your professional connections, you either have no life and you just don't understand what people are interested in, uh, you know, said the guy who's making a podcast with zero listeners, or you are just extremely lonely and you are looking for any sort of connection you can get. Maybe a combination of the two. Maybe I'm way off base. Who knows? But when people post these things, you'll get a bunch of comments normally saying, oh, well, you know, please keep this off of LinkedIn. Like this doesn't belong here. People are trying to conduct business, right? At LinkedIn is just so ridiculous with this. And so the CEO of LinkedIn, I've been hounding him. His name is Jeff, and I've been hounding him saying that we need to give out LinkedIn's premium service to all people affected by coronavirus layoff. I've been commenting on all of his posts saying, Jeff, you know, this is great. Uh, I really appreciate the content, but we need to do something for people who are laid off. Your service is $30 a month to get profiles promoted, and I don't want to spend $30 a month. Maybe I sound a little entitled. But you know what? If I need to spend money to have a recruiter notice my profile or to have my application stand out, uh, that sounds a little sketchy. That sounds like a multi-level marketing scheme, which we're not going to get into that again, I promise, uh, even though it seems like I talk about it every episode. So the CEO of LinkedIn posted this music video from Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys doing her part to help us all throughout the coronavirus pandemic. She made a song. She made a nice song that we can all listen to while we're stuck in our homes and we can enjoy the music of Alicia Keys. Um, if you can't tell, I am not an Alicia Keys fan. I don't care for her music. I don't care for her face. I'm just tired of seeing her everywhere. If you were one of her five fans out there, I'm sorry if I've offended you, but hey, that's the way it is. That's life. This isn't LinkedIn. You have to deal with people who have different opinions 
than you. So he posted this music video and then all of a sudden, all of these comments start flying in. Oh, Jeff, this is amazing. This is perfect. This, this is exactly what the world needs right now. No, no, this is not what the world needs right now. We do not need a bunch of FaceTime videos or Zoom videos of celebrities singing an Imagine by John Lennon. We don't need Alicia Keys writing an original song to help us all cope with the coronavirus. We need people like my girl Lady Gaga out there actually putting her best foot forward. We need Lady Gaga and we need Post Malone doing Nirvana concerts to raise money for coronavirus. Alicia Keys making a song to make us all feel better. It's not gonna help anybody get off the fucking ventilator and help them walk out of a hospital. Post Malone and Lady Gaga, and I'm sure I'm missing some people, but them actually requesting money and raising money for equipment, for health services, for disaster response, for all the stuff that our government failed to prepare for. Thank God for these people. Whether you like their music or not, whether you like their actions or not, uh, if it wasn't one o'clock in the afternoon, I'd be drinking a Bud Light right now in honor of Post Malone. So this song is up there and all these people are saying, oh, Alicia Keys, you're so great. We love you, Alicia Keys. We love you, Jeff. And I'm just sitting here thinking, well, what the fuck? If I posted this, everybody would be on me. Dan, this is not appropriate for LinkedIn. And you see this sneaky thing that people do all the time when they try to get away with this. They'll post the Alicia Keys song. They'll post their family vacation. They'll post just their, their thoughts on their trip to the grocery store. And somehow, just at the very end, they'll tell this whole long story, you know, just like some novel that you'd read on Facebook. And somehow at the very end, they tie it in to a business-related uh, thing. I don't know how exactly you looking for cornflakes at Publix is going to somehow be business-related. or But, you know, it's just, it's so much white knighting. They find ways to say, oh, well, you know, I did this and I did that. And look at how great I am because I did this thing. Like you see it on every website, but on LinkedIn, it really is just the most obnoxious thing because you know that people are doing it for attention and you know that all of the individuals who are looking at it are actually just, they're eating it all up. They love this shit. It's ridiculous. Uh, one last thing on LinkedIn, the necessary evil of job searches before I move on to the next topic. Uh, there's this very creepy algorithm out there and the job algorithm they have is great. They figure out your skills, they figure out your background, uh, they figure out where you want to be location-wise, and they actually match your profile to those type of jobs. The creepy algorithm I'm talking about is the LinkedIn skin algorithm, the linked skin, as I like to call it. Uh, if you find a profile, usually female, of an individual who is showing a lot of skin in their profile, whether it's a close-up picture on their face, whether they're showing some titties, I don't know. You will find nothing but recommended profiles where all of the women are showing equal amounts of skin or more skin. So if you go and you have a recruiter, let's say she checked out your profile and she wants to give you a job, and you go, you click on her profile so you can learn a little bit more, and in her picture, oh, thank you, Mary, you are showing some of your breasts. And, you know, this is very appreciated, not the most professional thing for LinkedIn, but hey, 
we're glad that you're doing it. We're glad that you're you know, getting all the attention that you want. If you go on Mary's profile, you will see nothing in the recommended profiles but other people who are showing a ton of skin. I've been able to go from recruiter and in two clicks, next thing you know, I'm on a bikini models page and she, it, it's just her in a bikini. And it's a whole bunch of other profiles where women are wearing scantily clad clothing on LinkedIn. This is something that people are not talking about. This is a concern. These kind of individuals should have their own LinkedIn because I don't need that kind of distraction when I'm looking for a job. I need a job. I can't spend all of my time looking at bikini, scantily clad wearing LinkedIn profiles. It makes me feel like I'm on Instagram, clicking on any link, looking at any post, and seeing those first few comments where the individual basically says, oh, come look at my naughty photos. Check out my OnlyFans site. Like, it's clearly a bot. It's clearly a bot. And I don't know how people are able to get these comments out there so fast. I don't understand the internet that well. I haven't taken my coding classes in the last few days because I'm a piece of shit. But I can tell you that these profiles are rampant on the internet and they're everywhere. And I don't know who falls for them. Who is really looking and getting a DM from somebody saying, oh, Naughty Bunny 32 wants to show me her slideshow. Like, all right, let's click on it. This is gonna be good. Like, there are so many other alternatives out there. There, there are pages just on Twitter, on Reddit, I'm sure on 4chan and all that other dark internet stuff that I don't understand. There are pages upon pages upon pages of videos and free pictures and just all sorts of, just all the smut you could ever want, all the smut you could ever suck up. Why are people clicking on DMs from Twitter bots, from Instagram bots? I don't understand. It's gotten so bad that even on PlayStation, I've been receiving messages, especially with the whole uh, Corona shutdown, I've been receiving messages from bots saying, hey, come check out my profile, or they'll send you this weird, um, I don't know how exactly to describe it, it's like hieroglyphics. They'll send you these really weird strings of letters and like, it's just, it's totally unreadable. And I guess they're trying to give me a virus. I guess they're trying to fool me into clicking in the link below because I'm worried that this person I've never heard of who doesn't even look real is in distress. I, I don't know. But I can tell you that there must be a very, very sad group of men who are out there clicking on these links, believing that Sassy Cat Kitty Purper 73 is actually interested in showing off her goods to you. Whether you're an incel, whether you are just lonely, whether you're getting tired of the relationship that you're in, I don't know. But I would love to meet the individuals who are falling for this. My dad is in his early 60s. He's a little perverted. He's always been this way my whole life. I've grown up with it. I've dealt with it. All my friends know it. We're cool with it. But even he who does not understand the internet, the man who would wake me up at four in the morning to fix the Wi-Fi when he didn't know 
how to just simply turn it off and turn it back on again. He'd wake me up because that's how early he would get up. He would go, he would check his baseball scores, he would check the news, and the Wi-Fi would start acting up, and he'd, he'd start acting up. He'd just get all frustrated, and then he'd wake me up. I'd have to come out of my room and fix it, and it was a mess. But even, even Ted would not fall for one of these because he understands the difference between a real woman who's interested in him and a spam link. So we need to agree as a, as a gender of men to stop clicking on these links because it's not like a robocall. Robocalls are going to go through no matter what, which, by the way, that is the one nice thing about coronavirus. I really haven't been receiving any lately. Uh, a few here and there, but it's, it's been nice. Whoever has been organizing this, um, their work-from-home situation does not have a bunch of robo-dialers. So uh, blessings on that. But, like, I just don't understand who is, who is falling for this. Because if you get one of these links, it's, just, it's clearly going to invite the Chinese right into your phone. It's clearly going to do something bad. And so if you just don't click on them, then they're just going to stop sending them. You know, the robocallers, they come through, you pick up, you think, oh, I have a job interview. Nope, robocaller, whatever. I still don't understand the purpose. I don't know why half the time they just hang up after 10 seconds. Um, you know, I get that there are insurance companies and people who are just trying to, you know, talk to you and get you to do this and that. But I don't understand the ones where they call and hang up in 10 seconds. So just... We need to agree as a gender to stop this. Uh, women, I would love to include you on this, but I'm going to bet that you do not have to deal with robo-gals on Instagram uh, barraging you with the opportunity to see their, their breasts. Uh, you may have a couple robo-guys in there, but I'm sure that enough regular dudes are creepy enough to send you unsolicited dick pics and to invite you to their OnlyFans site that they started just because of coronavirus. Um, so I don't think that you're included in this. If I'm wrong, hey, somebody tell me about it. Call me out on it. I'm always open to feedback. I love to know that there are robo dicks out there that are trying to seduce lonely women. Um, yeah, that is, that is a sad existence of the people who create these things and just use them to harass others and block up my DMs. You know, I could have a great opportunity come through. Maybe somebody wants to feature my Instagram and all 533 followers. Uh, somebody wants to pay me to start posting Skinny Girl Tea. But I do not need another OnlyFans link in my DMs. Those are my thoughts for the day, guys. Take it easy and be well. I'll talk to you all soon.